Welcome to the third episode of the Nosebleeds podcast. Uh, excuse the poor quality that we may have for this episode. We are all re- recording from remote locations uh, because of the COVID-19 pandemic that is currently going on. Uh, our topic today, post-free agency and a look at the draft. Yeah, so uh, we're going to start with the opening bet line of the day like normal and Obviously, free agency has pretty much come to an end, and the biggest one, Tom Brady, obviously, and went to the Buccaneers, and he changed the Buccaneers' Super Bowl odds to 22-1. to 1. So let's start with that. Do you guys think that's too high or too low? It's a 22-1? Yeah. Uh, I personally think that's a little low. I think... I think they have a good chance. I think they'll be a top four seed next year in the NFC. So I think that's a little low. But um, I have to agree with you there. I, uh, at the, while I don't think that they'll be as great as everybody thinks they will, I definitely think that that's a little low and that they have a good potential to be really good. I also would say a little low also um, – the NFC South is going to be really good next year. I mean, the Falcons and both the Saints have really had gotten better teams this um, off season and free agency, and so it'll it'll be a tough division. But I think they'll get in maybe a wild card spot and um, probably go deep into the playoffs. All right. So obviously, free agency has pretty much come to an end, and obviously that's our main topic of the episode. So let's get into some of the big notable moves. What? Obviously, Tom Brady's got to be one of the biggest ones, but who's some of the biggest ones to you guys? Uh, I think I think Philip Rivers being signed by the Colts is a big one. Stopgap QB for a year. Let Jacoby Brissett chill under Philip Rivers for a year. Learn at someone. Learn at the feet of someone who's been in the NFL for almost twenty years at this point. Or if they want to, even find a QB in the draft. You know. I think that's I think that's a really big signing bringing in a veteran QB. I have to agree with you right there. Um, that one kind of stuck out to me, and while I think that his career is close to being over, I definitely think that helps the team grow, especially in that QB area. So definitely. Um, something that surprised me was the DeAndre Hopkins trade. Um, that's something that I don't know kind of popped out because of uh, who they got, David Johnson, who's a running back who hasn't been um, healthy um, in the past uh, seasons. And so I thought that was a trade where um, he, the Texans definitely lost um, um, a great wide receiver. And so um, maybe they can get something out of David Johnson, but I totally doubt it. Especially when they only got a second and a fourth with him. Yeah, and uh, I think not necessarily the biggest signing, but the biggest division they got impacted was most definitely the NFC South. Uh, Cam Newton released Tom Brady to the Bucks, Teddy Bridgewater, Carolina, Drew Brees, and Taysom Hill signed back with the Saints. A lot of big moves down there in that division. Todd Gurley to the Falcons. Oh, yeah, Todd Gurley, too. 
Saints, they picked up Emmanuel Sanders to be on the other side of the field with uh, Michael Thomas. Mm-hmm. Kamara coming out of the backfield, that offense is going to be scary with Breeze and Taysom Hill still back there. Oh, yeah. Uh, so, how big of an impact do you think, do you guys think Brady's going to have on the Buccaneers? Honestly, I don't think it's going to be as big as people always think it is going to be. I think that, you know, coming in there, he's the GOAT. So, I mean, you know, everybody's going to have high expectations. But I think a lot of it's going to be left in um, New England. And I think that he's going to decline this year. So, I don't know if he's gotten old. Yeah. I think they'll make the playoffs, which is an improvement, but I don't think they'll make a deep run. Yeah, aren't they on a playoff? Also changing. Huh? He's also changing coaching styles from a coach of, like, Bill Belichick to a coach of Coach um, Bruce Arians, who is much more laid back and not at all like Bill Belichick was or is. Um, and so I wonder how, how he'll handle that situation and that different coaching style that there is in um, the Buccaneers organization. Yeah. Um, so the Colts also made a big move that I actually just learned about today. They got Xavier Rhodes, uh, Pro Bowl corner. I thought that was pretty big for them. I think they made some some good amount of improvements. And if they have a good draft coming up, I think they can be pretty good next year. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. And especially with the Texans being down. I, I think the Texans are going to be down anyway. They lost one of the best players in the league. That I'd say it's either Tennessee or it's uh, or it's Indianapolis coming out of the uh, AFC South. Um, Marcus Mariota too. He's another big one. He went to the Raiders. John Gruden. Uh, what do you guys? I mean, Derek Carr isn't terrible, but he's not the best. I mean, I think performing. I I think it'll be a fight for the one spot. Derek Carr had an MVP caliber season up until he broke his leg in a week, what was it, week 16 of 2017, I think? Yeah, something like that. He, he had a really good season. He was front runner for MVP up before, up until then. Right, if he can somehow find a way to, you know, get that magic back, uh, from what we've seen in the last two years, it doesn't look like it. I think definitely a uh, competition off season of school I'm giving it I think it personally will be uh, I think he's the more um, the better quarterback out of the two um, they are still a good quarterback I think it happens <laughs> David we got like none of that <laughs> uh, really yeah, yeah but it's alright uh, well, uh, we're we already explained to everyone that this is going to be a laid-back episode, not professional. Just give me the Rona. Yeah. The Rona. Um. Uh, what do you guys? What do you guys think about Kirk Cousins getting extended? Do you think that was a good move by Minnesota? Yeah. I think it is. He's their quarterback. They don't have anybody else. I, I mean, I don't know who's going to play for them. He's definitely their guy. So. I mean. 
they're always consistent. They're always, they've been playoff contenders the past few years. So, I mean, they've got other stuff to focus on. They can get better in. I know some Vikings fans aren't happy about it, but it definitely keeps them in the playoffs for a couple more years. Um, we'll see if he can maybe get better during primetime games, but we'll see. Yeah. Um, most of that contract came from two or three throws in that uh, wild card game this last year. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so, we Russell Wilson... Uh, had another good year last year. Keeps showing up and performing. And he got another weapon in Philip Dorsett. Seahawks picked him up. I think that's pretty big for them. I think that helps out Russell even more than the, uh, even more than the help he had this past season. What do you guys think? Uh, I'd agree with that. I'd say more weapons the better on that offense, especially with the injuries they've had. Mm-hmm. Same. Yeah, I mean, last year they had a bunch of injuries um, at running back and other positions, and so I think next year they'll be a lot more healthier and probably uh, do a whole lot better as a team and maybe win a Super Bowl. Yeah, they'll have uh, Chris Carson back healthy, right? Uh, hopefully. That was a really serious injury, though. It's very similar to the uh, the injury that Tua Tungavailoa and uh, Bo Jackson actually sustained. Mm-hmm. What I've heard, so the injury that ended Bo Jackson's MLB and NFL career. Uh, Steelers, uh, they got Eric Ebron. Kind of, I think that was one of the only like tight end news that we had this off season. I thought that was pretty big for them. Uh, Hooper, Hooper to the Browns. Austin Hooper, yeah. Yeah, highest paid tight end. And then uh, who else? Uh, Hunter Henry got a franchise tag by L.A. Yeah. Yeah. Who's their quarterback right now? Is it Tyrod Taylor? Tyrod Taylor. Yeah. yeah. I I think they're going after Newton, man. They're yeah. offensive coordinator. That's what a lot of people have been saying. Quarterback. I, I don't think, think it, I don't think it would be a bad move. Uh, Melvin Gordon leaving L.A., going to Denver, my team. Uh, I know, Matt, you didn't, you weren't really a fan of that, but to me, I don't know how to feel about it because Philip Lindsay obviously had both of his first two seasons. He had 1,000 yards rushing. He's definitely the guy. And then you bring in a guy like Melvin Gordon who is going to be the guy on whatever team he's on, so it – it definitely puts a dent in Philip Lindsay's stock. What do you guys think about that? Uh, as you were saying earlier, you you know I'm not <laughs> I'm not the biggest fan of this move as I was talking about before we started recording. Uh, I I think that Denver could have used that money in other places that it was well needed, uh, especially mm-hmm. with losing Chris Harris, uh, especially with not really having a number one receiver. Uh, I think there could have been some better moves. That, that's just me. Yeah, I, I agree with that. I like your view on that, yeah. That Chris Harris move, that that one hurt me, dude. Uh, I actually got Chris Harris jersey hanging Chris Harris jersey hanging in my closet. One of my favorite Broncos players. So uh, 
That that one stinks for me. You did pick up AJ Bouye though. Yeah, that was that was good. I think our defense will. Have, I think our defense will still be decently strong. Uh, staying in the AFC West, kind of some XFL to NFL news. Jordan Tayamu, St. Louis XFL quarterback. Got picked up by the Chiefs last week, or I think it was something like that. What do you guys think about that? I mean, obviously he's not going to come in and be the starting quarterback, but good um, for him. It, that's a tough one. Like, I somewhat understand at the same time I don't, but he, he's going to be cheap. You know that for sure. So, you know, given that, I think that it allows him to grow as a player, but not just that. Also, um, you know, if say later on in the season you know right before the playoffs if you know patty needs that break he needs then he's got it and are they they're adding that extra week week seven are they yes yes they so, yeah, especially, especially with that i think that's a smart move i mean i don't know backup quarterbacks though at the same time that we've had you know under patty this past the past two years you know they've been pretty solid i think so i mean with well, i mean with, with, with Matt Moore. Yeah, we lost Matt Moore uh, to I forget where he signed, but uh, uh, somewhere we still we still have Chad Henney, so so it'll be a fight between him and Jordan to see uh, see who's going to be the technical backup and who will be third string. I think it'll be a good battle. Yeah, I think to have a career in NFL. Like maybe he has a good couple preseason games, a regular season game. Yeah, I mean, he was definitely one of the better quarterbacks in the XFL this past season. Speaking of quarterbacks in the XFL, P.J. Walker, Carolina, to compete with Teddy Bridgewater. Yeah, he was He was on the only undefeated XFL team. So, I mean, he was definitely doing something good over there. Early front runner for MVP in that league. Yeah. Uh, for right here, it's I don't know. This definitely is not accurate. It's just Matt Moore retired. <laughs> like he's dead trade, but then he, I don't know. That's definitely correct. He might have. I mean, he's been in the league for a decent amount of time. Since 2007, it says he was a scout for the Dolphins. But they're just, just I don't know. He used to be the. I'm trying to. He used to be the Dolphins' starting quarterback. Remember that one time. When he got yeah. rocked by Bud Dupree, I think it was, against the Steelers. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, I remember when Mahomes got hurt and they said, we're bringing in Matt Moore. I was like, why do I recognize that name? <laughs> yeah. Uh, stay, staying in that area, though, with uh, we brought up the Panthers. They also signed uh, the Jets wide receiver Robbie Anderson. Oh, they got Robbie Anderson? Years, twenty million dollars for Robbie Anderson. I think that was a very okay. big on their part. Yeah. Finish up with Matt Moore real quick. It says all I see most recent news is that he declined an offer from the Giants. So. Yeah, he might be done with football. I mean, he's been playing since two thousand seven, so that's a while. Um, but Robbie Anderson, uh, good. I think a good weapon for uh, Teddy Bridgewater over there in Carolina. 
do you guys want so do we have any more free agents that we want to talk about uh i've got a couple uh calais campbell to the ravens yeah uh, i think i think that was a really good move on baltimore's part i think they have the best defensive line in football especially with uh san francisco losing Aaron Armstead. and the they picked up Derek wolf too on a one-year deal So There's they, talk of Seahawks still getting Jadavian Clowney, possibly. Um, we still don't know where he's going to go. But. They, I feel like they need to get him back, dude. Like, he definitely helps out their defense, and if they want to make a deep playoff run, he he's the guy that can make an impact. to the Eagles uh, that whole toxic uh, relationship with Matt Patricia mm-hmm. got out of there uh, I think they gave up a third and a fifth round pick for him they didn't oh give God. up a whole lot I don't think it was and then uh, the other one was uh, biggest corner in free agency uh, Byron Jones going to Miami five year contract 82 and a half mil big, big time money for him Uh, anyone else have any other big ones? Oh, I missed one. Uh, Nick Foles to the Bears. Oh, yeah, that was up there at the top of my list. Uh, big, Mitchell big for them. Getting out in two years. Do you think he's, he lost his job? I, I think he did. I mean, I think they're definitely going to have to. He's definitely going to have to go compete. Oh. He's not going to walk in and be this number one because Trubisky's been their guy, so... I mean, but everybody knows Trubisky's not the greatest, so it, it'll be good competition. Um, I got one. I've got one right here that I forgot to bring up. Um, the Chiefs re-signing Marcus Robinson uh, over Sammy Watkins. I mean, what do you guys think about that? I think it was a good move. So they have no Sammy Watkins? Mm-hmm. Sammy Watkins under contract for one more year, right? Do we? I I think so. I think so. I could be wrong. I think he's he's a free agent. I did yeah. see Demarcus Robinson did get re-signed because I saw he, he was did, a he, got, he, he got re-signed to a one-year deal. I mean that's pretty big then, for him. He's when that's a guy that can get open whenever everybody's all over Travis Kelsey and Tyreek Hill. And he's uh, still young too. I mean Sammy's getting there. Yeah. For a wide receiver, at least. Yeah, I agree with that, with that decision that the Chiefs made on that. So, uh... Another big, another big question before we move on. Where yeah. do you guys think Jameis Winston is going to end up? Yeah, man. I mean, it's April 1st, and Jameis Winston still doesn't have a team. Uh, obviously, he's ready to move on, but I really don't know where he's going to end up, man. I just feel like I don't know that he's going to go anywhere and be a starting quarterback at this point. The picks killed him last year. The picks really did kill him. They didn't help him at all there. That's just not a good look. I mean, he's not He's got a lot of attitude problems, too. So what I've heard from sources. But. Yeah. I mean, I think he'll get a job as a backup, but I don't see anywhere in the NFL where he fits as a starting quarterback for a team. Mm-hmm. Uh, but, I mean, who knows? 
My prediction is Jacksonville. I think Jacksonville may pick him up to compete with Minshew. Yeah, I was, I was going to say who's their quarterback. I forgot about Gardner Minshew because Nick Foles was out of there now. Stay in Florida. Be interesting. Yeah. So uh, let's move on to NFL draft. Uh, today's April 1st when we're recording this, and the draft starts the 23rd or 24th, I believe, of this month. Something like that. So uh, definitely coming in on that. Uh, what I mean? What do you guys think for this year's draft? Uh, a lot of big names and talent. Uh, overall, I think this year's draft there could be five receivers taken in the first round and four QBs. I think that the wide receiver class is really deep this year. I think the linebacking the linebacking class is pretty deep as well, and there are a lot of QBs that did really well at the combine and are going to be overrated uh, because of that. I'd have to agree with you there. Uh, I've got two quarterbacks in my top five for my predictions, so that shows anything at all. Does everybody have Joe Burrow and Chase Jefferson one and two? I, I do have both of them going one then two. Yep. Burrow then Chase Young. I, I do, but I could possibly see uh, the Redskins bringing down one slot uh, and if the Lions were interested in Tua, the Lions going up to number two and taking Tua to make sure they they draft him because I've heard talk that the Lions are interested in him. So let's get this right. So Cincinnati is currently at one and then the Redskins are at two, right? Correct. And the Lions. Then the Giants? Yep, and Dolphins. Dolphins are at four? No, Dolphins, Dolphins are at five. Okay. Giants are at, or Lions are at three. Lion, oh, the Lions are at three, okay. Going just outside the top five, you got uh, the Chargers at six. Okay. The three, Lion, Lions at the three, That they could definitely get to it right there, I think, anyway. I've heard talk that Washington is thinking about shopping the second pick around, trying to make some profit. I I said that maybe if the Chargers don't go after Newton, they could possibly try and trade up to that number two or number three slot to steal Tua from Miami, essentially. Or, you know. I had uh, Tua going to the Dolphins, the fifth pick. I don't. See them really trading up, but I, uh, my number three was a little bit different. I, I couldn't quite think about which one. I was kind of stuck in between two players, but I think two is a bust. Yeah, I think Joe is a bust. I don't think he's, I don't think he's going to do good in the league. You think Joe Burrow is a bust? I, I don't think he'll do good in the league. I think Joe Burrow is the most NFL ready quarterback. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I don't think until it would be good either, though. I'd have to agree with you there. But I think it depends on how the Bengals' culture changes if he goes there. Because who, if they stay the way they have, he will fail. Okay, who is the Redskins quarterback right now? Dwayne Haskins. Okay, so, so they don't have to go get a quarterback at all. He's not ready yet. Alex Smith's not in shape yet to play. 
I mean, in my opinion, they don't have to go get a quarterback. I don't. I don't get why that dude doesn't retire yet. That dude's gruesome injury, and he's older. Where did you guys have Oduka going? Because I had him at uh, four. Uh, I, have, I have them at three. Oh, my, my, my draft board is a little weird. I have Miami trading up to three, which would mean Detroit would be fifth. And I have Okuda going fifth to the Lions. Okay. Um, so, not, probably not a top five pick, it, for sure, in my opinion. I'm not big on him, but where do you guys think Justin Herbert goes? Like, what pick are you thinking? Top 10. Definitely not top five. Within six or ten. Yeah, I would be top 10 also. Uh, I don't know if he goes top five. Uh, I'd say, or top 10, I mean. I'd say he might go top 15, top Twenty-ish. Yeah. Uh, look at like I'm looking at like New York, maybe New York Jets might pick up another quarterback. Well, what about uh, they got their boy? Um, what's his Sam name? Darnold. Yes, yeah, Sam Darnold. Mister Icy Ghost. <laughs> but you never know. Uh, he didn't play the greatest last year. So. No. You see a team like New England try and pick him up at twenty-three. But. Uh, New England doesn't have a QB yet. That's true. I don't know that Herbert would fall to 23. I mean, I think he definitely looks NFL-ready, but I'm not super high on him myself. I'm also not. Uh, Look at his game tape from Oregon. He missed a lot of those throws on the the sidelines. Who's the Jags quarterback? Gardner Minshew. Oh, the Jags. I can see him going number nine to the Jags. It's definitely possible, yeah. So um, I think he goes NFL, but sits a year and then maybe like progresses, kind of like Mahomes did, and then um, gets a starting job for a team maybe in a couple years. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing wrong with not being ready your first year. I mean, obviously Pat Mahomes wasn't, and look at him now—he's going to be the first two hundred million dollar quarterback. So. What if Tampa Bay took him at 14? Had him sit below Brady for a year or two. That'd be really good for him. Yeah, I didn't think about that. Um, Well, Jacksonville has two first-round picks, so I mean, they can snatch him. I think they like Gardner Minshew. And the ninth. I think they like Gardner Minshew, so, I mean. I, I would agree with that. I'd say they'll give him at least another year before they look at any other quarterbacks. Um, other kind of word around the draft, just looking at really the first round, the talent outside on the skill position this year is, like, unbelievable. I mean, some of the wide receivers and corners, you got people like C.D. Lamb, Justin Jefferson, Oduka, a bunch of big name players this year. What I mean, who do you think 
who do you think is going to make the biggest impact out there from at, at a skill position wise? Actually, um, I think I think the Cardinals take Tristan Wirfs, uh, left tackle. Work on that O line. He, can, I mean, he can play left or right, but the tackle the tackle class is very very deep this year. Because they said the one from Alabama or Louisville are supposed to go very early, like around five, and then if they wanted to get one at eight, there's there's three tackles that are very good this year Iowa, Louisville, and Alabama so I, they'll for sure be able to get one at 8 yeah they'll, they'll for sure be able to get one at 8 if they want one I have uh, Jay Simmons going 4 to New York I think he's a very underrated, an underrated linebacker I, I had Simmons going 7th personally I think uh, Carolina drafts Keekley's replacement in him. Justin Simmons is, or, yeah, that's his name, right? Simmons? Isaiah. Isaiah Simmons, yeah. I'm thinking of the second. I'm going third. Third? Yeah. Oh, man. I mean, that's kind of high, in my opinion. Hey, man, you never know. Daniel Jones wasn't expected to go until the third round. There's just so much talent and stress. There really is. Does anyone have one of the top two receivers going in the top five? Nope. I just have no. I have I CD Lamb at the six to ten range somewhere in there. Ten. Yeah, I don't have any receivers in the top five. I do not either. Yeah, I think CD Lamb's the best wide receiver coming out. I think he's the most NFL-like and would get into a system real good and be able to catch a lot of balls. I, I think C.D. Lamb is the safer pick of the top two, but I think Jerry Judy might have the higher ceiling, personally, but also the higher risk. I think um, – I'm hoping Jerry Judy falls to uh, 15, goes to, the Bron- goes to the Broncos. That's what I'm hoping for. <laughs> Hey, what? There are a lot of really good receivers this year. It's possible, man. Yeah. Even if you could pick up someone like uh, Henry Ruggs or, um, oh, what was the guy? There's this guy from Washington who's just like Ruggs. He only ran like .2 slower on the 40-yard dash or something like that. Yeah, I, I know who you're talking about. And then there was that freak from... I think it was either Notre Dame or like Cal, I think. 6'5", 230, uh, ran the fastest 
40-yard dash of that height and weight since Calvin Johnson? I know there were some good wide receivers coming out of USC. Pac-12 always has that that kind of skill. So, uh, any last notes you guys want to make about the draft? Um, back to Justin Herbert, another good. I don't know if any of you guys pointed this out, but I think a good uh, place for him is the Chargers. That'd be a good spot for him to land. Oh yeah, they doesn't have that six, right? Mm-hmm. I yeah. mean, they don't have a good solid quarterback anymore. So, you think he as, as a starter and replaces Tyra Taylor? Yeah, I feel like he'd uh, be able to beat him out. If the Chargers do take Justin Herbert, I think he would be the starter unless they sign Camp. But. I think six is too high for Herbert. I think they could trade down to probably 10 to 15 and still get him personally. Because if you look at the draft order, I don't really see any teams that need a quarterback really badly. Because Carolina obviously signed Bridgewater and P.J. Walker. Arizona has Kyler Murray. Jacksonville has Minshew. Cleveland has Mayfield. Jets have uh, Darnold. The earliest I can see Herbert going, if he doesn't go at six, is twelve to Las Vegas. But they got Derek Carr and Mariota. I don't think they would take him. I I just don't think they have a uh, I don't think they have a, a designated starter. So it wouldn't surprise me if they went and they drafted another QB. Well, which pick does uh, Tampa Bay have? Because that was Tampa a good Bay point. Okay. Yeah, so anything else that you guys have? Um, that's, that's about everything I had on the draft. So I'll just throw this one at you guys since we didn't really talk about this, but after free agency, obviously we kind of talked about Tampa Bay earlier, but does someone – sneak in now because the new expanded playoff and after a good free agency what kind of teams do you see having a better season now Uh, I see Indianapolis sneaking into the playoffs on the AFC side possibly Houston falling out yeah possibly Denver as well I think Denver's slowly putting together a good team. Okay. Wait, what'd you say, David? Yeah, I think we lost David. I think he got got disconnected. What do you guys think, though, playoff-wise? Do you think anyone's sneaking in on the NFC side? Arizona. I I think Arizona can now. Kyler Murray in his second year. And DeAndre Hopkins, obviously, one of the biggest impact players in the league. 
I can agree with that, that one. Do you have anyone falling out of the playoffs on the NFC side? Green Bay. Yeah, Green Bay. Uh, Interesting. I think I think that Carolina might have a shot now too. I th- I mean, Teddy Bridgewater's a good quarterback, honestly. I could see the Saints kind of falling off too. I don't know. I don't know if they fall out of the playoffs, but I think they might. No, no, no. I, not out of the playoffs. That's not what I meant. It's just like. Not, you know, I think they're barely going to sneak in if they do. Okay. Like the lower speed. Yeah, okay. How is, how is the new playoff uh, structure going to work with, like, division winners? Is it a number one seed gets a bye? Here, and I have... division winners, and then three wild card teams? Because I really don't know. So, this is from ESPN. So, seven teams from each conference will make the playoffs top seed from each conference will get the first round by and then there's six games on wild card weekend three on saturday and three on sunday and those are going to come into effect this season okay i'm just wondering how they're going to structure i guess they'll do three wild card teams along with three division winners i assume that's how they'll do it Division winners will probably be the two through the fourth seed, and then you'll have five, six, seven be wild cards. Yeah, I feel like that's how it would have to be. Mm-hmm. I I guess I just haven't really seen what it looks like. Yeah, it'd be crazy if a whole division makes it into the playoffs. Like it could be possible. That'd be something you could see. NFC South. And I think NFC South, I mean, I feel like they'd be the only one that would have the shot. We'll just take away the Falcons and count everyone else, though. Well, actually, the the NFC West might be able to have that shot. You could put Seattle or the 49ers at their one seed. And then... Right. Arizona as well. And the Rams, I mean... Rams are a solid team. I could that could happen, honestly. I feel like that'd be the most likely one. Anyone have the Rams uh making it back to the playoffs next year? Oh yeah. I feel yeah. like I feel like with this extra spot, dude, these these playoff races are gonna be a lot tighter than normal. I feel like Think well, about last year. Who would have snuck in for the NFC? Uh, I think the I think Rams. it would have been the Rams, wouldn't it? Yeah, it, it, yeah. I saw some saying it would have been the Rams for the NFC, and then the AFC would have been the Jets. No, I thought it was the Steelers. I thought it was the Steelers. Yeah, it would have been the Steelers. I think. Yeah, it, yeah. The Steelers were fighting for a spot all the way to Week Seventeen. Steelers ended with a pretty good record too. The, yeah, especially without a starting QB, I think. I think they make the playoffs next year with Big Ben back. Yeah, and they got Eric Ebron. They got an actual tight end for the first time in a while. That is true. I think uh, Buffalo has an easier time getting back there. With you know, I think the Patriots are going to take a huge step back now. What do you think? You the, know? What do you think the Pats are going to go after in the draft now? I think they'll go after a quarterback. 
don't know who though. I feel like they're gonna have to. Uh, what if they signed Winston? I mean, they could. But like uh, what Matt said earlier, go with the whole uh, most and most teams that have uh, top twenty picks. I mean, they're not looking for a quarterback. So what? Other excluding the top five. The top five, there are a lot of teams looking for quarterbacks. Oh yeah, oh yeah, but and but there's a lot of. Uh, wise, there's a lot of talent with the quarterbacks in this year's draft class. So I just think that Patriots. I, I see all their fans trying to, you know, not panic, and they're saying, "Oh, well, we've got, we've got a, we can sign someone, and we'll be fine." I just don't see it being that way. I think that even if they sign someone, it's still, still going to be a huge step back because you know, I mean, Grady's been in that organization for so long. You think they're playoff contenders? Yeah. I think they'll be fighting for a playoff spot, but I think they fall out of the playoffs this year. Wait, who are we talking about again? I don't again? think they, I don't think they win the division. I think I the agree with that. Who are we talking uh, about? Buffalo. I think Buffalo could. Or the Jets. Buffalo or New York somehow yeah. comes out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh-huh. Never know, Dark Horse, Miami, man. They made some big signings this offseason. I mean... And if they draft a, a QB... I think if they have good quarterback play, they could be 6-7 win range. Yeah. I mean, it'd be an improvement from the last two years. Well, they did win... Um, they won five games last year. They won four of their last five. Okay. I don't know that I see him having a great year, though. It, it's it's hard to turn around like that, especially in a league like this. I think I think that they'll have a good year, but I don't think it's like just dark horse. You know, they maybe they'll pull off a miracle. Mm-hmm. I think the biggest fight in the AFC this year, honestly, is just AFC South between the Titans and the Colts. That's all I can say. I think other than that, that I think. You know, especially last year, AHT, you know, that was the division that all the teams, you know, that was going to be the tough division. But now I just see the NFC, you know, being real dominant. I feel like what about the... Uh, what about the AFC North with Big Ben coming back? Pittsburgh's amazing defense versus Baltimore? I think, and I think Cleveland has a bounce back year. Uh, so definitely some good divisions this year. What's up? I think. Well, uh, anything else anyone wants to talk about while we're here? I don't. Not that I can think of. Uh, what, what's our time frame right now? Uh, we're at 43. Mm. Uh, I I feel like that's about it. Yeah. One thing. Oh, uh, quick opinion, though. I was kind of wondering this. Uh, is it? I'm not 100% sure that the NCAA granted finally uh, that red shirt season to all seniors. No, they only did it to spring sport I'm athletes. I'm pretty sure they did. Well, just yeah, spring sports. That's what uh, they didn't do anything for winter sports. I mean, because they were basically all the way through 
or yeah, almost. Yeah, I understand that. What's the point? Um, I don't know. Do you guys think that a good idea? I think it's a wonderful idea, but at the same time, I mean, I don't think it, it said with uh, the individual school's permission too. So that means that I, it's going to have to go through each individual school and see what they say. And I could see a lot saying no to it. Yeah. Uh, I, I think there's a lot of money in scholarships. Mm-hmm. And a lot of people, you know, just moving on to their careers. I mean, for some people, it's, it's, you know, it's over after that, so what's the point? Yeah. Oh, no, it's a tough situation for sure. Yeah. Um, I mean, again... Like we talked about, I mean, that's kind of what our last episode was about, but you got to feel for those seniors, man. And it's good to see that the spring sport athletes get get another shot. We'll see if we get another shot. Yeah. Everyone here is sport athletes. <laughs> Hopefully we can at least play the end of our seasons. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, anything else? Just play this. Yeah, um, I don't, we haven't really talked about this, but just like the listeners and stuff, I feel like we should try to uh, get like a guest on or something. I mean, we could have someone that goes to school with us that they could talk about their effect from all the COVID-19 or something like that. I mean, there's not a whole lot to talk about with no sports or anything going on. So we might try to get a guest on or something like that. Oh, yeah. By Jason Foreman or Jacob Paul. <laughs> yeah. Mysterious and mystical Lee Kopek. Oh, what a guy. That'd be, that'd be big time. Oh, yeah. Him and Chris. Chris <laughs> <laughs> I think that's about uh, it. That's everything, boys. Anything else? I don't think so. Well, uh, from Matt, Avery, David, and Aiden, this has been uh, your Nosebleeds Podcast, Episode 3. Signing off.